What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode 26.6. Seven episodes of Dragon Age Origins. We have made it to the end. The final battle. Had some big revelations happen during the lands meet. Some people got some extra party members. Some people lost some party members. <laughs> some people were called traitors. Shit went down. But anyway, tonight I do have with me Matt. Hello, friends. And Sophie. Hello. And we are going to do this. So this is the final thing. The final, the, the the we're at the home stretch, and basically, the really the only thing we have left to do is the final battle, for the most part. So after the lands meet, we get information saying, "Whoa, dude, they're advancing. It's time to go. We need to do yeah. this now." I like how it says they're gonna beat us to Denerim as it is. So let's get our shit in gear. Yeah. Yeah. So what what ends up happening is we go back to Redcliffe. We have to go back to Redcliffe Village. Um, and when we do, we have the Darkspawn to pretty much run that place over. Um, get a good amount of battles there. Um, and that's when we come up with our big battle plan of... We're going to try to make the dinner room before they do. Um and have our last stand there. So, um, I'm trying to imagine if anything else happened during this time. I don't think anything did. I mean, we get to choose. This was one of those conversations where we get to choose a bunch of things, but it doesn't really matter what we choose. It's one of those, oh, well, they're all going to come back to this. Like, you're bringing up suggestions, and they're like, that won't work. When do you think something else? <laughs> So, I have to do that, um, and we make it to Denerim. But before we get to Denerim, we 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 we're gonna travel the next day. So, when it comes to nightfall, we have to get our rest. But before we do that, we need to go talk to our. I, I guess he's basically our Grey Warden leader now. That's uh, so, uh, Riordan? Riordan? Riordan, yeah. yeah. He's got some pressing matters to talk about with us regarding this final battle. And there's a pretty big thing that we have to do. So, the Archdemon, the giant dragon that comes with the Blight, obviously the thing that we have to kill. But a Grey Warden has to kill it. It can't be just anybody. Yeah, and we've known that for a long time, just not why, right? Yeah, we never, yeah. We never knew why. And um, the reason why is because when it dies, its spirit, basically, will travel to something else and be reborn. But... If it's killed by a Grey Warden, its spirit will enter the Grey Warden 
and since we are tainted with the darkspawn blood or taint or whatever the hell they call it, um, it is that where it enters? Yeah, it will. It, yeah, through the taint. <laughs> Jesus. Um, basically, it it enters a gray warden and dies. Uh, but it also takes the Grey Warden out with him. Meaning, whoever gets the final blow on this giant dragon is going to die. Dun, dun, dun. So, there are three Grey Wardens. Us, Alistair, and Riordan. Of course, Riordan says, I'll do it. I'm the senior. It's it's customary for when a bite happens, the the oldest of the Grey Wardens is the one to kill it, so that way the sacrifice goes, and we can keep living and continue the Grey Warden legacy. And so that's the plan. Um, the, I mean, that, there there was a few dialoguing options and stuff like that, but it all basically was just getting more information about it. Yeah. Um, but we do get a choice when we go back to our uh, room to retire for the evening. And when we go, uh, Morgan is waiting on us. And Morgan has come up with a plan. <laughs> she read about it in her mother's grimoire somewhere that instead of sacrificing ourselves to kill this archdemon <laughs> this is so messed up yeah we can impregnate her and the spirit of the archdemon will go into the baby <laughs> and not kill it not kill the baby but become something different it will not be a human at all it will be something else. She never describes exactly what it is, but it will become not human. Yeah, it's kind of wiki page. It says it'll become a demigod. It will become a demigod. So <laughs> it's 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 very weird, very morbid. Um, but that's one of our options: is that we can go to bed with Morgan impregnate her and when we kill the archdemon it will go into the baby she says that we will have no contact with the baby in fact we will have no contact with her after that she will leave yeah it's kind of an ultimatum yeah. that she gives yeah um, and she will raise the child as her own um, she uh, in fact she she actually comes out to this comes out and says look this is the reason why my mother sent me with you guys yeah. You know, that was the reason why. You know, it wasn't, oh, let's help out the against the blight. Oh, I have an idea. You know. Once you get knocked up by a Grey Warden, and we can make a demon baby. Now, how would this have played yeah, out does... if you weren't a man? Well. And didn't you kill her mother anyway? I, ki I killed her mom. I was going to say, like, so does she still want to, like, carry on with her mom? It's, that seems like a contradiction. She does want to carry on with it. Um, if you're a woman, or if you decide you don't want to do that, she brings up, well, let me go sleep with Alistair. 
so she can go and sleep with Alistair and do this. Would she have tried I'm for sure low gain in my game, then, since Alistair's not around? That's a good question, and I have no idea. I can't imagine Alistair would be thrilled with the prospect of... I most certainly wouldn't either, and I don't know how it plays out, because I've never chose that option. I did. <laughs> you, cho- you chose the... Well, okay, wait a minute. Wait, you, ch- yeah. you, chose, whoa, whoa, whoa. you chose to have her go and seduce Alistair? No, no, no. I, I, I slept with her straight away. Oh, I slept with her, too. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was technically my girlfriend. I mean, I, I, I had already had sex with her once. We must have used the condom the first time. Safety but, first. Exactly. You don't know where this is. This woman from the woods. You know, the Witch of the Wilds. You don't know what she's been up but to. But as soon as you get offered a crazy demon baby, or like... This is true, up. and I'm trying to justify this with my character, but there really is no reason for this. Um, I, You know, I could say, oh, Lifty wanted to, you know, he, he's in love with Morgan or some bullshit like that. No. I, I honestly just wanted to get the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair I, enough yeah, I can respect that I did not role play this at all I was just like yeah I'm going to do it just to see what happens um, I want to know what happens if Alistair has to do it that's yeah that's another thing I really want to know um, so Sophie I take it you, re- you rejected hell the offer. no I did not okay. do the deed with that was no my guy was like you're crazy yeah and if you refuse she leaves the party yeah, she she left. Yeah, but that's okay. It was. You know. Yeah, my first character did not do that. The my, the first time I played this game, I was like, "Fuck you, no." <laughs> that's that's, that's horribly that's horribly horribly wrong. Yeah, <laughs> my guy's like he's the one who wants to take responsibility. So there's no way he's gonna be like, "Well, cool, baby, sorted." I'm so off you, the hook. They, they, well, there you go. My guy had a moment of self awareness where he was like. I'm the hero of Ferelden. I'm important. I'm not going to sacrifice my life if I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> this place needs me. Self-realization or self-preservation? Yeah, one of the two. Maybe both. Yeah, I could I could easily just say Lifty didn't want to die, so yeah. If he could if he could possibly, you know, if he could have the Grey Wardens all the Grey Wardens survive, that would be a plus. Plus there's the other way I rationalized it is that Morgan's probably crazy, and she's going to do what she's going to do regardless of what I do. So if I can be a part of it, maybe sometime in the future that connection with this demigod will be important. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Matt and I are ready to create a demon baby. Baby daddies. And Sophie said No. So Morgan left her party, and now we're off to dinner room. Um, we make it there, and... A little too late. Slightly too late, <laughs> yeah. Shit's already gone People down. People getting butchered. Yeah, everything's on fire. Um, of course, Alistair has his moment of giving the crazy pep talk. I enjoyed the, that. Yeah, that was that was adorable. We're gonna I didn't do, see it. We're gonna do it for the Grey Wardens. Ah. Yeah. Um, it was kind of it was kind of awkward and endearing, which is pretty much what Alistair's all about. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I think he's a baby for leaving. Me. 
and us, you know. <laughs> right before the final battle, he's just going to walk out. Yeah. What a prick. So did Lo- <laughs> did Logan give a big speech? No, I think I gave the speech. <laughs> was it just you pantomiming or something? Was it just you on your own? Have you got any know, party gave- members No, I think, I think you're right. It was Logan. Yeah. So have you had any type of interesting dialogue with Logan? No, that's the thing is I was really hoping to get a clear answer. Like, is he... Does he feel guilty about what he did and was doing? Does he feel repentant? Or is he just going to cover it all and be like, you know, I did what I had to do and I don't I don't feel any remorse? Hmm. I never really got a good sense from this last hour and a half or so that he was alive when he could have been dead as to whether or not he felt bad. I mean, I guess he was supposed to because nobody else was talking shit about him. Right. But I, I never got anything from him directly. Hmm. I don't know. I, well. But yeah, so, <clears throat> going into the final battle, there's a few options. Uh, first off, you got to clear out the main area so you can get through. Um, then you have a few options of either going straight for the Archdemon or taking out some of these Darkspawn generals. Um, yeah, I did that. I did too. What I was trying, I was actually trying to get another trophy, but I didn't make it. Um, I was trying to hit level twenty with a warrior, and I never hit it. I got about I, ha- I got about halfway through level nineteen. I should have went back and did some more side quests, but I didn't. Um. But yeah, um, I went ahead and went through all that. But uh, there's a inter- interesting mechanic in um, in these battles where basically all those guys you've been getting and recruiting to help you with this blight, you can finally use them uh, by summoning a, one group of them uh, for a certain battle or a certain skirmish, I should say. And um, so, like, I had some golems with me. I had some. I had the uh, the Dalish elves. I had the the um, dwarves of Ozamar. Um, yeah, I had the Templars. Yeah, you had the. Te- yeah, I had the mages. Yeah, I had the mages. I had like four mages. It was weird. It was like a very low number. Yeah, I think I had about fifteen. Yeah, compared to forty dwarves, I'm like, yes, yeah. of course, send forty fucking dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> so I was that's what I did. Honestly, I didn't use it for many of them. I just basically just had my party trekking through all the shit. Because we're badasses like that. I I used it maybe once. Well, I used it twice. Because I, I did use it for the Archdemon fight. So when we make it close... When we get close to where the Archdemon is, which is the, the, the tower where we they had us prison. Um, Fort Draken? There you go. Um, we get a cutscene uh, showing um, Riordan uh, actually attacking the uh, the Archdemon itself. Sees it fly and he jumps on it, yeah, and uh, rips its wing, and um, unfortunately uh, gets knocked off and falls to his death. Uh, of course, our characters see that along with Alistair. And we both know what's up. <laughs> or with Logan, I guess, you. With Logan. Yeah. And we're like, okay, it's going to be either us, it's going to be one of us. 
It's going to have to do this. Of course, that for us, there was no consequence. Yeah, I wasn't too worried. Yeah, I wasn't worried at all. I said, we'll just kill this thing. You know, it'll go to Morgan's whatever, and, and we'll deal with it there. So, um, but uh, before we travel on up, we have to create our parties. So we have one party, which is going to be, which was my main party that I had throughout the entire fucking game, um, coming with me. And they're the ones holding the lines. Um, and while we're traveling, we have to switch in between them. Um, and uh, I had uh, Orgrin, um, the captain of the 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 holding party. Uh, and we, you know, we we did get this nice little before before the big battle happens. We get this nice all your party members come and talk to you. And have their final, like, goodbyes and good lucks. Um, and Leliana was like, you're such a good friend. I'm like, get out of my face. <laughs> and like, y- you know what I was trying to do. <laughs> um, and then Morgan came. She's like, you're doing the right thing. And I'm like, don't leave. I want you to be here with me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And she was like, no, no, I'm going to leave. And I was like, I will find you. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. Well, if she wants to be creepy, I can be creepy back. Well done. I think I said the same thing, but it, it was more like, don't expect to get away with this baby. Like, I'm going to find you. Yeah. Was the way well, I was. And Leliana and I, we had like a, a tearful goodbye. So, you know, none of this stuff with Morgane being crazy and knocked up and... The, um... But but the the one good one was the the one I had with Sten because I gave him a bunch of presents <laughs> and he re- he really liked me and he 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 went on this whole thing of like I've learned a lot about your culture you know and and it's like a, you know he's like it's an honor to fight with you and um, had that one and I said goodbye yeah obviously he didn't say that to me yeah what did he say did he say anything to you no he said nothing to me he said nothing. And then at the end of the game, when everyone else is clapping, he just, like, crosses his arms. <laughs> Doesn't even celebrate. So passive-aggressive. I'm about, Like, I finally wanted to hit that option to be like, I think you should leave. Because every time I go to talk to him, I only have the option of, like, I think you should leave, or we'll talk again later. <laughs> like, the only option I have to say to him is, I think you should leave. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, um... But yeah, we, we had all our our tearful goodbyes and um, start the final battle and there's a lot of fighting involved here um, yeah. making your way up to the tower and then finally climbing the tower uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of skip some of that stuff because I mean it's just fighting I really didn't have any problems yeah, open here. the door and then a bunch of them come out and did anybody have any problems with these fights at all no. I had a problem with one of the two general fights Okay. The one in the alienage. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know I, why, but that one took me a few tries to get through. I had them all, but that one was tricky, and I called on the Templars for that, and they really helped me out because mm. they battled the mages pretty good. But I have I to confess, yeah, I have to confess I played most of this on easy anyway because mm-hmm. I kind of just wanted to finish without it being too much of a slog. And tie up the story, so 
Yeah, I found most of it a bit of a breeze, but it's kind of what I talked about earlier. For me, I guess maybe just the way I'm playing and I need to play the game again maybe or something or, or look at it for Dragon Age 2. It's just like the difference between casual and normal was massive. Yeah. So obviously I was just in the middle kind of ground there. So I thought, oh, I want to enjoy the end without kind of stressing out too much. So I bumped it down. I um I didn't really have any much, much of a problem. Alistair had this awesome... Uh, a Templar ability where if I had multiple guys standing around me, or if I had multiple guys grouped together, he would use this, like, holy smite fucking ability where it would just, like, damage everybody. Yeah. And I had him constantly using that. Um, yeah, I had a nice earthquake effect that took out, because yeah. a lot of the little guys, one generic attack was enough to kill them. Oh, yeah. That was the same so, way. It was just a lot of, like, taking the time to lock onto a new guy and wait for him to charge up his thing. Like, that took a lot of time, so whenever I could get four or five of them together, I would just do an earthquake and take them all out immediately. Yeah. And, like, that, yeah, that helped quite a bit. But, um, let's see here. Let's just go ahead and get into it. We get to the Archdemon. And, yeah, um, make it to the rooftop. Yeah. Or whatever. So... At this point, who has who's in everybody's party? I have me, uh, Leliana, um, Alistair, and Wynn with me. Yeah, I have Leliana, Wynn, and Alistair with me too. Okay. I had Wynn, Morrigan, and Loghain. Gotcha. Um, see, that was the thing. I put Morgan in the 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 other group. And then she even mentioned that. She's like, after all that, you're not going to bring me with you. <laughs> oh, snap. And I was I like, took her because I knew I was going to need ranged attacks for the Archdemon. Yeah. See, I didn't... I, I, at first, I was like, did I fuck this up? Because I was like, does she have to be in my party for this to happen? Or does the Archdemon just travel wherever the fuck to, to get to the baby? I didn't know. Um, and she was like, you're not going to take me with you. And then I chose like, no, I want you to stay here. Treat him mean, keep him keen. Yeah. So, um, we decided to, uh, go up for the Archdemon fight. And did anybody have any problems with this fight? No. No, I called the elves for their ranged attacks. I did too. I, uh, I, I died once. But then the second time was a breeze. I didn't die. I honestly I haven't died since I've only died once while we played this. And that was cuz I was doing something stupid. So, um I actually got it into an infinite loop <laughs> with the um the giant crossbow, what's it called? Um the ballista. The ballista. Yeah, there you go, the ballista. Yeah, I was um it was standing in the middle and I just somehow timed it perfectly where I could hit it and it would hit him hit it hit it hit it hit it and it was like yes so I whittled down pretty much all of its health except for like maybe six or seven hits from me yeah I'm pretty sure that happened with me too yeah like in the third phase I just was stood there with the ballista and nothing was happening and I was just whacking it time after time so this fight was actually relatively easy for me um, and once again, uh, the final blow goes to fucking Alistair. 
I swear to God, I can't get a final blow to see that fucking animation to save my life. It's always Alistair. Same happened to me. Even though he got the final blow, I, we get we all get a cutscene of us grabbing a sword. I don't know what Matt did because he's a mage, but I, I ran up, grabbed a sword, and then sliced it all the way through the middle. Like in the underbelly of it. I'm pretty sure I, like, jammed my staff into its head. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds even more epic than what I did. Um, I, st- I stabbed it with this giant sword that I picked up. Picked up the sword and then was running. And then kind of did like a slide. I fell to my knees and slid. And while I was sliding, I held up my sword. And yeah, it, that's what I and did. And it cut from like the throat all the way down the belly. It was oh, pretty wow. epic. So do, do you, I assume, like, because I got a dialogue scene before that with Alistair. Because obviously, did you, what, did, what happened with you guys? Did you get the choice? Because obviously you did the deed with Morgan, so... No. I, didn't I, had a, I got a dialogue with Alistair about who's going to be the one to kill it, basically. No, I, I did die. my blows to it, and it went immediately to cutscene. No, oh, I guess that's because you already decided with Morgan. And then, yeah, no, I had a whole conversation with Alistair where he was like, it's my responsibility, and I was like, no, it's your responsibility to be king. I'll do this. And oh, so, snap. Yeah. So you you sacrificed yourself. I was. I got a trophy for it, and you know, big martyr. When somebody was gonna die, I had convinced myself that Logan needed to die for the things that he had done. Um, but then, once that happened with Morgan, I was like, "All right, I'm fine. I'll take the final blow." Oh well, I was the one who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Then didn't yeah. shirk my responsibilities like you two. My first, my, hey, let me tell you something. We saved Ferelden. <laughs> I don't care how we did it, but we you saved sacrificed him. a baby. It's not even a baby. Like like Morgan said, it won't even be a baby, but for a day. Shocking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I um, yeah, we did the final blow. Uh, I thought I had screwed up for real because when I had Morgan stay at the lower party. I was like, damn, is it not going to work? And I did the final blow, and then you get the whole cutscene of, like, this big explosion and shit. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, it actually killed me. I was I was wanting Morgan to get to get the hit, but um, apparently it still worked. So, um, afterwards, I, I mean, Sophie, with you, pretty much you just see a bunch of cutscenes, don't you? Yep. Um, I have a funeral. Yeah. And I'm dead, basically. We don't have a funeral. We actually... Go back to the capital. Yeah, we got work to do. Yeah, we can't just be dying here in the battlefield. We got a a kingdom to rebuild. My my work here's done. <laughs> I um yeah. I we, wonder what uh, that does for Dragon Age Two. Yeah, I was wondering that. We'll see. <laughs> as as far as what when you die. Yeah. yeah. They mention it. They they they. Your okay. game is there is no Dragon Age 2 because you're dead. <laughs> no, no, no. They, Aww. Well, no, no, <laughs> you play as a different character in Dragon Age 2. I am so disappointed. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, so you play as a different character altogether. But they do mention if, you know. Your sacrifice. Yeah, it, it, like, yeah, oh, the hero of Ferelden, you know, made, paid the ultimate sacrifice, you know. I get I get a huge statue of myself I at, did, like, I, the, Grey, the Grey Warden's home place, whatever it's called. I got a I got a huge statue made for me too. In Ozamar. Yeah. In Ozamar. My brother turned out to be alive, so that was exciting. Oh, there you go. Oh, cool. He survived. Yeah, Fergus. 
Fergus. And he gets granted all of Alhal's lands and he gifts them over to the Grey Wardens. In my name, I guess, or honour or something. Huh. I think Honora gave Hal's estate directly to the Grey Wardens in mine. Um, since Alistair is a Grey Warden and he is king, it doesn't matter. He owns all of it. <laughs> so, uh, Splitting hairs, splitting hairs. <clears throat> so yeah, Alistair, um, at the end of it, for us, we get to go and talk to everybody and everybody's having this big party and shit like that. And, Except for Sten. Well, Sten, <laughs> even Sten for me was like, I'm going to go back to my hometown. Oh. Or he's, I'm going to go back to my home. And then I even suggested, I was like, do you want me to come with you? And he was like, if you want to accompany me, come. And I was like, okay. So I don't know. I don't know what happened after that. Um, I mean, I do. I mean, you know, after all of this, we still get the, kind of the same thing. It's still images of different locations, and it talks about what happened afterwards. Yeah. Now here's where I'm gonna get fuzzy, because I can't remember everything that popped up for me. There was a lot of screens. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of screens. A lot of di- well, not dialogue, but a lot of exposition or you know and I'm going to try to recollect as best as I can um, for me uh, I'll start with Ozamar my hometown uh, they erect a statue uh, of me they cur- they make me a living paragon hmm. um, Balin since he is the king um kind of uh he 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 basically gets rid of all the casts um decides that the the pecking order needs to stop everybody has the right to to be whatever they want to be um but they have a kind of a big war over this there's 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 that happened with me too yeah Yeah. there's a pretty big war over it Um, a lot of assassination attempts yeah um and with the anvil of the void still intact Bronca, Bronca creates, keeps creating a bunch of uh, golems, and um, I think even Balin starts saying, "All right, we have, we've had enough of these golems. You need to stop." She doesn't want to stop. They have a big war with each other oh. there. Oh, oh yeah, because you left her in charge of that. Yeah. That was foolish. <laughs> They have. Yeah, see. They, they, they see what they were doing was they were wanting to expand and and start going back through the deep roads again to make them almost inhabitable. Um, while pushing the dark spawn back, uh, and then this big war happened between Balin and Bronca, and uh, mm. that kind of just went back south. Yeah, we didn't have a war in my Orzmar. It was basically just. Balin was was ruling well, everything was going great, and then people didn't like how much control he had, they tried to assassinate him, um, so he disbands his council, Yeah. and then it says he rules with an iron fist, some say he's a tyrant, some say he's a visionary. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like what happened with me too. Yeah, and then they, they found, like, because I broke the anvil. Yeah, they found a... They found Some, it, a, like made a fragment one golem, that immediately went insane and killed people. So then they locked yeah, it back that, up. Yeah, <laughs> that happened with me. Hmm. But uh, yeah, they have a big war between the the Bronca and the Golems and Balin. Hmm. Um, as far as the Dalish go, not much. They uh, they continue to live in happiness and uh, 
decide to go back and inhabit some of the uh, the woods close to Ostagar. Yeah. Yeah, keep... I'm pretty sure my Dalish were happily ever after. Yeah. Like they were accepted into more cities. Like people didn't hate the elves as much anymore. Yeah, because there was yeah. less less suspicion and stuff. The role they played. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, as far as the circle goes, uh, when was offered the, the job of uh, the first enchanter for me, uh, but she decided to stay on as a, a, a advisor for uh, the king, uh, so for Alistair. So she stayed on there. Uh, Before it went to these credits, did you guys have the the boon? You guys were. Thanked. I did not. Uh, the what now? So, you know, after everything happened, and, you know, we defeat the Archdemon, Honora kind of stood up and gave, like, a speech, and she said, you know, for the role that you've played, you know, you were more important than anyone else. For the role that you've played, I'll grant you a wish. And one of the choices for me was, I want the Magi Tower to be completely independent, and no longer under the control of the Templars. Right, right, right. Um, I almost picked that one. I can't remember which one I picked. Alistair did offer me something. Uh, one of them was being like, oh, I want to be, you know, uh, I, I want to help you, you know, be an advisor to you. Or uh, I think it had something to do with the, uh, the dwarves. Shit. Oh, right. I can't remember which one it was, though. See, I kind of just picked a lame, generic one that said, like, all I want to do is continue to serve Ferelden. And then she put, me on her, she put me on her advisory council. Or it was the the Grey Wardens. I think I did something with the Grey Wardens. It was like, uh, offer more support to the Grey Wardens or some shit like that. I can't remember. Hmm. And um, then my second question, she's like, what are you going to do first? And I said, I'm out of here to find Morrigan. That's, that's what I said. I said I'm going to go find Morgan. Um, but yeah, um, what else? What else happened? So For me, there was so- <laughs> there was somebody that looks like Alistair who claimed to being a prince, but is just a drunkard in a tavern somewhere. <laughs> That's sad. That's really depressing. Yeah. Well, it's his choice. He's a baby. <laughs> uh, did they mention anything about what what happened with Logan? What did he do? I think they just said that he, you know, he was a, had dedicated himself to finding new Grey Wardens. He was going to head up the recruiting. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Anora appointed him to head up recruiting uh, of new Grey Wardens. It was not a lot on Logan, but it seemed to be positive. Yeah. And mine, Alistair, um, was kind of the, was the king, but... Anora still ruled, and she. People were pretty much happy with her, what they did. Um, of course, Alistair. There was a nice little part of the cutscene where it showed like Alistair and Anora walking up. To the, and he to tries the to hold her hand. Yeah, and she she pulls her hand away. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's gonna be a horrible marriage. Yeah. So. Um, See, I had a lot on, on Anora, and it was all pretty positive. Like, she was good at ruling, people loved her, she got a lot done, she restored Ferelden. Yeah. I was like, and Alistair oh. just showed his face here, there, and everywhere. 
him when he just kind of went on tour i guess that's 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 what yeah that's what he did he like he 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 went all over ferelden and and even went to i think other countries or they i don't know if he went to orlay um he went to other countries kind of like his a king ambassador (laughs) you know just saying hey we're we're good guys you know so it's uh, and thanks for not helping. We did it ourselves. <laughs> he he did he did that, and and a lot of people liked him for it. You know, they think that him being a rightful heir uh, was good for the kingdom, and um, and Manor ruled relatively well. Um, God, what else? There was a few other things. I'm, blanking on it oh yeah the morgan stuff oh yeah, yeah. so what did you guys find her and uh, your demon baby no nope. uh she she leaves after the battle when her baby gets turned into demon baby she books it and yep. ru- and runs away and nobody can find her they said that there was rumors of a woman uh i think she was moving close to orlay Toward the, in the which, Frostback Mountains. In, in the Frostback Mountains going toward Orlay. They said they found a woman matching her description, and it looked like she was with child. Yeah. Mm. So the I know other, where I'm going. The Urn of the Sacred Ashes, that was the other thing. That was the other that thing, That came yeah. up for me. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I killed the guy who was wanting to tell everybody. Genesee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but people still went to it anyway. Um, I think... Um, Leliana decided she wanted to go back to the urn to kind of keep it safe, regulate it. Um, people started kind of coming to it in droves, um, and they eventually they moved the urn, and nobody knows where it is now again. Yeah, I think mine was similar, but it was Genitivi, and they said after a while, like a few months or a year or so, he came out with all his research and everything and people believed him and everybody knew about it and started making pilgrimages there and and then yeah. I, yeah I think at the end there was something also about they to keep it safe they moved it yeah and then and uh, and so somebody it, it specifically said nobody really knows where it's at now so that happened um I think Olgren went back to Ozamar to um, to be to. I, I think he became like a big general for uh, their army and uh, helped go in back into the deep roads to uh, try to throw to push back the darkspawn there. And uh, you know they, that was part of the 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 whole thing was that he he went back to Ozamar to help push back the darkspawn, see if they could make the deep roads inhabitable again. Sten went back to his tribe. I don't think I saw anything about Sten. Huh. Sten went back to his tribe. Um, talked about when. I, I don't know. I, I guess my dog went with me. <laughs> but that was um, that was pretty much it. Now. I do want to talk to Sophie for a minute because she apparently was just in such of a fit 
wanted to skip everything. <laughs> what, was yeah. go- what was going on exactly? What no, happened? I was kind of like, I was in a rush to finish the game, which is partly why I bumped it down to easy. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because I didn't want to get, because I, ne- I needed to finish it in a short space of time, and I also didn't want to have like a rage <laughs> and get really stressed, and I kind of wanted to enjoy finishing Dragon Age. So yeah, I was kind of like, Blah 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 blah, fighting away, beat the dragon, saw the cut, you know, all the ending, the epilogue, I guess, and then the credits rolled, and I just had to turn it off, like places to be, things to do, and yeah, I was like, I saw about two seconds, and yeah, maybe I didn't think very far ahead, but I shut it down. Did, so, did it save? Anything... Did you yeah, did you so. get the final save? That way you can import it. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think so. Well, I have, like, I save pretty regular. Like, I have a lot of saves anyway. So, if need be, I can just replay, like... The last battle. The, the last battle or something. Like the I, I save quite regular. So, I can just beat the Archdemon again and yeah, carry on. So, I feel like if there has been any major fuck-ups on my part, it won't be too much of an effort to <laughs> to do damage control. Right. Yeah. The, the last, yeah, the last. Well, it wasn't no big deal. The last thing, the, the thing I did want to mention was it, I found it strange because the first time I ever played this game, I didn't know this was going to happen. They played a song by Thirty Seconds to Mars, and I was like, that does not fit. Yeah, at all. At all. Uh, they played This Is War, which, if you're listening to this, you're going to hear it at the end of this podcast. Um, and I was just like, huh, that's kind of strange. They put that in there. And, of course, when I watched my old roommate play it, he's a big 30 Seconds to Mars fan. And um, he was like, oh, man, they're playing that. And I was like, yeah, isn't that kind of weird? He's like, I think it's awesome. I'm like, all right, whatever. I was like, yeah, it's a good song. So, and that was it. No, no. Um, after- I'm a little sad I missed out on 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> I have to say, I would have sat through credits for that. But- yeah. Um, but uh, it's it, and and like Matt said, there is no um, after credits cutscene. Nope. So I will mention this too. We're not going over it. Um, Dragon Age Origins Awakening or Dragon Age Awakening. Uh, it takes place after the events of Dragon Age Origins. I want to say about a year afterwards. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. But it only works. It, to me, as far as continuity goes, it only works if your character is alive. Because your character is dead, they're back alive in Origins, or in Awakening. <laughs> and the thing was, was that I had all the DLC, and you can't transfer any of the DLC over to uh, Awakening, as far as like you, you know DLC weapons or DLC armor. And I had all DLC armor and weapons on. And so the first cutscene of Awakening, whenever I started it, was me, A, being alive and walking around, and B, being completely fucking naked. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and like just walking, yeah, and just walking around with another person in full armor. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was like, first off, I'm supposed to be dead. Secondly, why am I naked? And so I was like, and I turned it's it like off. The Matrix or something. I turned it off. I didn't even play it, which I have. I have played through Awakening, but with a different character. Um, and it's pretty interesting. 
um, you there is actually a couple. No, there, there's one party member who actually you will get as a party member of Dragon Age Two. Um, and he's a very interesting character. Hmm. Um, but um, and he plays a big role in Dragon Age Two. And he 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 will go into deeper detail in Dragon Age Two about what happened in Awakening. If you play Awakening, uh, if you don't play it, he just kind of mentions, "Oh yeah, I was with the, the hero for Elden at one time." So it's it's one of those kind of things. Um, so if you it, it, as a side project, if you guys wanted to do Awakening, go right ahead. We're not talking about it, but I mean, it's it's up to you. How long is it? Uh, it's about mm, 15, 20 hours. Oh, it's an expansion. Solid. Yeah, it's an expansion. It's not a, it's not a ooh, DLC thing. Yeah, this is this is a straight up expansion. So, um, and it basically bridges the gap between Dragon Age one and two. You don't have to have it by any means, but it's it's it 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 will add backstory to Dragon Age two if you want. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, thoughts? What's what's so, so? Let's just let's just break it down. Matt, tell me, you've played some of this before. Um, I know you always kind of wanted to play it. Uh, what, how do you feel after you've now beat it? A little bit mixed. Okay. I mean, I like the game. It's certainly it's certainly a great game. I enjoyed it. Um, and I can't wait to play the second one, and even more so Inquisition. But I, I can't help but compare it to Mass Effect, where I just enjoyed Mass Effect more. Okay. Uh, and I think, I think part of it just had to do with the structure of the game. It just seems more logical to me to have one main character and spend my time exploring my party members. I feel like. Garrus and Morden and Thane were just so much more interesting characters than some of the ones in Dragon Age. Hmm. And because I was maybe not forced to do their side quests, but it was very, very clear which was their side quest, when you should do them, how you should do them, it allowed me to spend more time with my side characters and then like grow to, to know them better. Right. I don't feel like I really knew the characters in Dragon Age as well. I think most of that had to do because most of it was optional. Yeah. While that, in Mass Effect, they kind of just threw that into you. It, it, yeah, exactly. It, it's much more like you should do this side mission to gain their loyalty. And here, like unless you go searching for it, the game is always pushing you towards secure. You know, the, you know, securing these rights and securing people to fight for you. Yeah. Not securing your party members' loyalty. Yeah, and so I, I I just think that that different focus made Mass Effect much richer for me. Mm-hmm. Even though I still like Dragon Age quite a bit, and then the end, man, I wanted to see the outcome of everything I did, and then it's just a bunch of text boxes. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little that was a little a bit, bit of a sour note to end on for me. It felt a little kind of tacked on. Yeah, the epilogue. Well, I will tell you this. Um, Dragon Age 2 is told a lot differently. Dragon Age 2 is basically... You'll see it whenever you first boot it up. 
but uh, Dragon Age 2 is actually being narrated. It's being it's basically one of your party members is being interrogated, and he is telling the story hmm. of what you guys did. Because some bad shit happens in Dragon Age 2. Um, but you're saying this, like overall, you've said the story's not as good. I would. The mechanics are better. The mechanics are way better as far as the combat goes and stuff like that. I wouldn't say that the story is bad. It's just it's not as epic of a scale. Okay. So, Ferelden. This the the first game was all about saving Ferelden against this gigantic blight. There's going to be this huge war coming, and we have nobody to help us, and we have to get help. Right. Yeah, against all odds. Yeah. Um, and that's basically how, kind of like how Mass Effect Two is. Yeah. While in Dragon Age Two. It's more focused. It's all about Garrett or Hawk, not Garrett. That's that's the the male's name or standard name. It's all about Hawk. It's about this guy. You know, I mean, it's not really spoiler territory. You start off in Dragon Age One. I mean, you play as Hawk running from the blight. The Blight's coming. We need to get the hell out of Ferelden. And they fucking leave the country. And they go to another country. And this is kind of like a city country called Kirkwall. And the entire game takes place in Kirkwall. Um, it, but it takes place over the span of ten years. So all this shit happens in this city. And you're living it. Kind of thing. Um... So, um, yeah, so he, like, uh, Dragon, like, so in Dragon Age 2, the blight's over with after the first act of the game. You know, they're, they're, they're talking about it. So, man, they, you know, the, the hero Ferelden stopped the blight. Hell, we can go back to Ferelden if we want to. And then, we're, oh, we don't have to. We can live here. You know, we're, we're doing all right here kind of deal and stuff like that. So, it's, um, but the, the thing is, it feels a little bit more concentrated on this one character. So, in a sense, Mass Effect, it feels more like Mass Effect in that mm. everything revolves around Shepard. Everything's going to revolve around Hawk in Dragon Age 2. While it's like in Dragon Age 1, it's more of this grander scheme. Um, but I don't think... I, I wouldn't say the story is bad in it. I, it just... You're going to get sick of Kirkwall. <laughs> you're going to go to the exact same marketplace. You're going to go to the exact same tavern. You're going to go to the same fucking caves. You're going to go... Because it, it all happens in the same place. It's just... It takes place at different time periods. Does it run any better? Yes. The game? Ten That's times good. better. Yes. Does it... You don't have to kind of wait half an hour to actually start your game? No, <laughs> I, 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 the loading times are better, but they're they're still a little long. Uh, but I know what you're talking about. Cause holy shit, I even mentioned that. Yeah. It takes a full minute and a half to even get the, to get from the title fucking screen to where I want to play. And that's that's ridiculous. The, Dragon Age Origins is not optimized for these consoles. From what I understand, the PC version runs a hell of a lot better. Do you think they would ever re-release it? I know there's been talk of this Mass Effect trilogy coming out on next-gen, current-gen. I think... I don't think so, because Mass Effect lived and ended on a, a, certain, a current, you know, one system generation. 
and that, you know it'd be easier to fit. Like, oh, let's just throw it all on one disc and put it on the PS4. Um, Dragon Age, they may do that. You I don't, don't think they like repackage one and two? They may be able to repackage an, an Awakening. They, they could totally do that if they wanted to. I mean, it, 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 I don't think it is as likely as Mass Effect, though. Honestly, I think Mass Effect's more popular of a series. Dragon Age is, is pretty popular, but Mass Effect kind of blows it out of the water as far as popularity goes. So, I don't know. But, uh... Sophie, what about you? How, how do you feel about it after it's all said and done? Yeah, well, obviously, like, this was my first experience playing Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I agree with Matt. Like, I, I really enjoyed the game. And I think, for me, I actually enjoyed the first half of the game more. Um, you know, kind of experiencing a new world, kind of getting to grips with a new kind of game world, a game narrative, kind of learning to appreciate just how vast the kind of Dragon Age lore is. Mm-hmm. That was, I really I really dug that, and I really kind of liked how well-rounded and, and kind of descriptive the whole, the whole kind of Dragon Age universe is. Um, the things that annoyed me were the stuff that I've kind of talked about in terms of gameplay, like maybe it was because it was my first experience playing the game in terms of the character I built, like I, I had a kind of a warrior tank kind of guy, and the further I got into the game, I got a little frustrated with the combat, like I think my playtime was a lot longer than you guys, um, probably again because it was my first time and I kind of got distracted doing side quests, so there were times when I felt like... I, I was a little impatient. Like I felt like certain aspects of the game were repetitive. The deep roads, in particular, really wore me. And I think the fade would have as well had I not followed the fact to a T. Yeah. Um. So I think in that sense, like in terms of accessibility, it wasn't always the kind of easiest game to appreciate for a first-time player. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Um. But I really liked it. I liked the silent protagonist. I liked that part of the game. Um, I agree with you, Matt, in the sense that I found it a little difficult to get to know all of my party members or why I should even bother. Because once I'd kind of settled on who my core unit was, as in like Wynne, Leliana, and Alistair, I wasn't really focused on even really speaking to anyone else. Yeah. And I feel like I missed out whole sections of the game or, or because of that. And I think like I, I didn't really even feel like I wanted to bother, which is not necessarily a good reaction, I don't think. When I guess that's kind of part of the whole way of playing Dragon Age. Yeah. So I, I really liked it. I'm really looking forward to Dragon Age Two. I'll definitely be picking up Inquisition as well. But I'm I'm actually looking forward to a different focus, like a different change of narrative, and and kind of having like one protagonist. To, to play with in that sense. Yeah. Well, you're most definitely going to get it with Dragon Age 2. Yeah, and it's not about for me like something. It's not whether I. It's not necessarily a, a, fo- a change in focus that I would appreciate more. I'm just kind of looking in. I'm 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 curious to make the comparison, like to play the yeah. games for the first time so close to each other. Like I know we're not going to start for a little while, but you know within the same 12 months or whatever. Because I kind of you know it's a big game. It took me. I was my my end game play time was over 40 hours. So I feel like I invested a lot of time in it. But. Yeah. Uh, 
The um, as far as I go, I've done. This is the third time I played this game, so I was. <laughs> so you've kinda, seen most of the game now by now. Yeah. yeah, I've seen most of it. I mean, I've never had Logan in my party, so I I I kind of wish I would have. Um, I, I did. I have seen all the endings though. Um, I just uh, to me, I enjoy what I did here, especially whenever I started actually role playing a little bit. Um, I had never done a um, a warrior before, so I wanted to try that out. It's more like I've played this game. Let me see how different I can make it, kind of deal. So, can I ask you when you previously played, who did you play as, and which one did you find easiest, and which one did you find most difficult? Most difficult for me was definitely a mage, uh, and the the easiest to me personally because I play it this way. The rogue is the easiest to play. Uh, it, it, you know, you take you don't take as much heat. Not not many right. not many guys are aggroing to you, and while that's going on, you can backstab people, sneak up behind them, stab them. Anytime yeah. something happens, I can just go invisible, run away. Because I, I mean, my natural kind of instinct is to play as a tank. Right. And so, like you say, once you're kind of in the thick of a big battle with hordes of, and those were the ones I struggle with, hordes of mages. Mm-hmm. Like I really struggled in those combat scenarios. Yeah, though that's always a that's always a difficult thing to deal with. Even in Dragon Age Two, when you have like two or yeah. three, when you have like two or three mages, you you need to strategize. Yeah, take those fuckers out fast. <laughs> so here's my other question because I kind of want to set this up. It doesn't really matter to me. We're all playing Dragon Age 2. I've invited our Twitter friend. I mean, when you're on the show, your name is going to be Stephanie, so whatever. Uh, she, she wants to go by her <laughs> Twitter handle, but um, she, I've invited her to join us as well, if she wanted to join us. Because she knows, if you want to know about Dragon Age, that is the person to talk to. That's going to be really yep. good. <laughs> um, so she can definitely bring a lot to the table. But I want to ask you guys, since we are playing Dragon Age 2, what kind of character are you going to roll? I'm going to do the same again, probably. You're going to do a warrior? Yeah, it's kind of my default. I like it. I feel most comfortable in it. Okay. I feel like I will be making the game more difficult on myself to play. something else. I'm going to wait and see, but my first instinct is to say warrior. Okay. What about you, Matt? Are they the same... Types, as in Dragon Age 1? Warrior, Mage, and Rogue. Right now, it's a toss-up. Uh, I might do Mage again. I might try Warrior just to change up. Especially if my, my name is Hawk. That seems tougher. Yeah. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll be a Warrior just to change up the gameplay. Okay. I didn't I... mind being a, a Mage, but... Normally, like, my, my de facto class would be, a, like, a Ranger. Uh-huh. I like distance. Right. I don't really like to get up close and personal. Well, the rogue does have skills for bows and stuff, too. Yeah, maybe I'll try that, then. Yeah. That would be the closest towards what I would be, ideally. Yeah, that's up to you guys. I mean, we can we can, we can can establish that later on. I honestly, I want to have a diverse group this time. So, you guys can choose, and then I will choose what's left over. Oh, top man. 
because uh, I when, I've only played Dragon Age two once, and I played as a rogue. Um, because I played a rogue in Dragon Age one, and I kind of want to change it up a little bit. But if you guys decide to do Warrior and Mage, I'll go rogue again. So it's it's no big deal to me. As as far as but there, there is a another big distinction. So you don't choose a race. You're going to be a human, Garrett. Or Garrett. I keep calling him Garrett. You're going to be a human. Period. Um, but there is a big difference between if you play a male or a female. Mm-hmm. And it's and it, it it is apparent within the first ten minutes of the game. I won't go into deeper. Dun, dun, dun. I won't go into deeper detail, but I think somebody should at least roll a female, if need be. I can do it. Well, I don't mind doing it. You know, seeing as I am a female myself. Truth be told, I normally play females in most of my games. Like my 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 um shepherd was a female. It's funny, isn't it? Because I usually play as male characters, and I know like a lot of people appreciate this game because of how well rounded the female characters are. Uh huh. I don't know. I I don't know why I don't. But I guess we can we can flip for it. I don't think I've ever played as a female. Oh, I've done it a bunch of times. Except for maybe in Terra. So, but yeah, there is a a pretty big difference between the male and female stories in Dragon Age Two. But uh, yeah, I I will be the first one to admit I'm really excited to play Dragon Age Two. Because I've only yeah, I, I've only played through it once. I haven't even touched it after that, and I really want to go back and play it. It's much more fast paced. It's it, the combat is enjoyable in it. While in Dragon Age One, I didn't think the combat was that fun. It was more like me hitting a button and watching shit happen. Yeah. While in Dragon Age Two, you're constantly hitting buttons to attack. Yeah. X, 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 X. That's your slashing, slashing motion. Like with a rogue, I'm just slashing with both swords. You know, and then you can use special abilities just like you do in Dragon Age 1. And like, it, it feels different. So like, uh, it, you know, I played a rogue in, in Dragon Age Origins. In Dragon Age 2, the backstab ability, instead of it just being, I'm slowly going to run to the behind them and then stab them in the back. In Dragon Age 2... My character holds a fucking, like, a smoke bomb in his hand, throws it on the ground, and smoke comes up, and then he shows up behind the guy and stabs him in the back. So it's more nice. a- it's more action-y like that. It's really cool. In fact, I might actually go rogue again, because, man, that ability was awesome. I love that ability. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. But anyway, that's it. That's, that's Dragon Age Origins. Took us... Almost two months to do. Took us seven episodes. Almost it, that is exactly how many episodes we did of Xenogears. Granted, we did not finish Xenogears, but this is one of the longest games we've done. High fives. Yes. Episode wise, because thirty-one hours for me does not make it one of the longest games that I've done. What's the longest one for you? I had forty-six in Xenogears. How many did you have in Crimson Gem Saga? Mm, Mid thirties. Really. I thought we had more than that. How many? How about uh, Blue Dragon? That was in the 30s, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was in the 30s. Huh. 
Oh. Well, luckily the next one won't be as long. Oh really? Oh yes. Our next. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Dragon. I'm talking about our oh, next. Oh, I was saying. Our, ne- like, our next. Really? Our next series. Our Your next, next series. Yes. Our next series is going to be a little game called Catherine. Uh, it's a. Um, Which again, I'm real stoked to play this game. Have you ever played it before? I've never touched it. Okay. And I've always wanted to because I love Persona. So this is nothing like Persona, at all. <laughs> but it's by the same guys. It's right? by it's by the developers of Persona. It's from the Persona team I, itself. I trust them. It's uh, developed and published by Atlas. Um, I trust them too. I would say it is a puzzle game. It is an action puzzle game. Uh, and a story driven game. It's a hard one to explain. In yeah, fact, everything I've ever seen about it makes it look really weird. It's a very strange game, too. Um, I have played through it. In fact, I have completed it. I, I had to review the game. Um, in fact, if you want to check out my review, it's over at ctgd.com. I can't remember what I gave it. I gave it a pretty decent score. I really enjoyed it. And I don't mind going back to it because this, like, like Dragon Age, this one has multiple endings. Mm. And and I I will I'll put it this way because we we're going to we're going to go ahead and start playing it and talk about it next week. When you get asked questions, Matt, answer them how you would answer them. Answer them honestly. Don't try to game it. Just answer them honestly. Like me as myself or me as this Vincent guy. You, as you, you're going to get asked relationship questions. Mm. Like if your significant other wants to look at your text messages, would you give her your cell phone? Yes or no? Hmm. Stuff like that. You gave it an 8.8. I gave it an 8.8. Ooh, high praise. Yes. It was actually very good. It's really good. I love the art style. So, anybody out there who hasn't played Catherine or if would like to listen to us play Catherine, um... We're going to be doing that next. I, I highly suggest uh, picking the game up. You can get it. In fact, I think it's still on sale. Is it still on sale, Matt? Yes, I believe it is still on sale. It's for it, $9.99. $9.99. right now on the PlayStation Network. You can get it on the PS3 uh, on sale. Definitely check it out. I think it's definitely worth it. So uh, we're uh, we're going to be playing through that. We're going to have a uh, special guest from um, the No Quarters podcast. Chuck. Chuck Smarmy Jerkface is going to be on. Um, and I think we're going to have a really good show. So, we'll see how it goes. But anyway, we do have one email, and I do want to uh, read it off. Let's see here if I bring it up. No new iTunes reviews, so if you would, I'll go ahead and go through that. Please send us an iTunes review. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we will read it on the show, and it helps get our name out there. Uh, and... Uh, you can also send me an email. The email address is drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can suggest games to us. Tell us what you thought about Dragon Age. Tell us what you think about Catherine. Um, but we have an email here from Trey. And uh, Trey says, uh, I wanted to thank you first and foremost for doing the Phoenix Down podcast. Well, thank you. I have been listening to games that caught my interest since the Halo episode. Uh, that's a long time ago. In fact, in fact, I want to say either 
next week or the week after is our two-year anniversary. Kind of a big deal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Let's see here. The show has encouraged me to pick up several games. I have picked up Metro, Castlevania, Alpha Protocol, and Dark Souls 2. I know y'all played through the first game. Anyway... I have really enjoyed hearing a fresh perspective on Dragon Age Origins. My fiance and I have both beaten the game multiple times. Obviously, we really enjoyed uh, the game to the point where I got all the achievements. That is a pretty big feat. I am impressed. I just want to say that is pretty impressive. This episode inspired me to go back and max out Dragon Age 2, though I am glad y'all plan on playing it before Inquisition comes out. Yes, we are definitely doing that. Yep. Uh, a few suggestions for new games to play on the podcast would include Dead Space. Uh, oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, that'd be a good game for October. I love Dead Space. Uh, Deus Ex: The Human Revolution. Great game. I have played all three and think this is the best, and I would agree with you. Uh, and Mass Effect. Thanks again, Trey. P.S. Per your discussion with Ken on one of the latest episodes of N4G Podcast, I think Dark Souls 2 plays slash looks fine on Xbox, but I have limited exposure to the PC version. Well, if you actually... I will tell you this, Trey. If you actually sit down and play uh, uh, Dark Souls 2 on the PC, you will see a significant difference. I'm I'm not trying to take away from the Xbox version. Hell, I reviewed the Xbox version. Uh, and I think it plays fine, but there is a night and day difference between the two. So if you can, if you have a PC that can run Dark Souls 2, that is the version to get. But anyway, thank you for the email. Uh, Dead Space is a good one. It's one that we've been throwing around for a long time. In fact, I've been throwing around Dead Space 2 because I've never finished that game. Yeah, I, me too. I've played about halfway through Dead Space 2, and I think it came, I guess it hit in the middle of a release point where like a bunch of games dropped and just kind of fell by the wayside yeah mm. i'm and also I, stuck in the middle of dead space 2 but i actually got stuck and cannot i'm the same way escape i have uh, no bullets like no bullets left for any weapon and the room that i come out of has like three enemies and i just cannot kill them and yeah. continue through the game that's the same way with me i had to i started on zealot in fact i think i've had this conversation before yeah uh, my roommate egged me on about starting it on zealot mode which is the hardest one before you <laughs> unlock it and uh, I got stuck and can't be You're brave. That. Yeah. Well, he was being an asshole. <laughs> he was like, quit being a bitch. Just do it. And I'm like, okay, fuck you. I start it. <laughs> I'm like, pressure. Yeah. I get like five hours into that game and now I can't beat it. And I'm like, thanks, Alan. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I really, really like Dead Space. Oh, I love Dead Space 1. I, I thought it was fantastic. Love, Me too. I would love to see Dead Space on current, like the new like generation. Like maybe in a year or so, when everyone's got to grips with the hardware, I'd love to see what they do yeah. visually with the Dead Space. No, PS4. I'm sure we'll eventually do a Dead Space, but I've kind of already locked in the Hallow- our Halloween, Halloween uh, episode. Yeah, our Halloween one. I I I'm I'm pretty much determined. I want to do Resident Evil remake. I love Resident Evil. Have you played the remake? No. You've never played remake? No. <laughs> Matt has. Oh my god! Either. I'm sorry. Sorry. Matt hasn't uh, either, and it hey, blows it is my the mind. the reason I bought a GameCube. Yeah. I yeah I don't have a GameCube. Mm. You can play it on the Wii. You got a Wii? I do not have a Wii. Oh. I only have a 3DS and a SNES. Hmm. 
Well, but I yeah, I I I plan on getting one at some point. Yeah, uh, a GameCube. I mean, not a Wii. Definitely pick well either one. I mean, the yeah. the Wii will play GameCube games, and you can hook up a GameCube controller to it. So we do have some history with Deus Ex. We do, we do have history with Deus Ex. The we, first... we tried to play the first and second one. Did we try to do the second one too? Uh, yeah. Okay, I remember us actually sitting down and trying to do the first one. Yep. And I made it like an well, hour in. At the same in. time, we made it like an hour in, gave up on it, and then we're like, let's just do the second one. And then I, I'm pretty sure it was that same time span, week or two week period, where we also gave up on the second one. Yeah. Truth be told, I've heard the second one is crap. Or not as good as any of them. Like it's the weakest out of all of them. But at the same time, holy shit. Trying to go back to Deus Ex 1? Yeah, that oh that's an God. old game. That's some fucking impossible, man. That was like me trying to go back and play System Shock 2. I was like, I can't go back and play this fucking game. I tried. I was like, I've never made it real far in Deus Ex 2, but I have a lot of love for that game. Because I've started that so many times on the PC, and like right when it was a brand new game, and I was just in love with that beginning. On like how you're, you know, you're being trained, and then you're being whisked away, and those opening cutscenes about that purplish goo, it's all over the city. It just looks so futuristic. I was like, I was caught up in that world. I'm like, this is like Blade Runner that I get to live in. Yeah. And I freaking loved it, and then just never was able to progress in it. I think which human... is why I liked Human Revolution so yeah. much because it was a game that conjured up those same ideas, but I could actually play. Yeah, Human Revolution was pretty freaking amazing. The, the the trailer, man. That's the, I I keep going back to that trailer. That's one of the best video game trailers that's ever been made. Yeah, I agree. My God. They, they, Sophie, have you played Deus Ex? Um, I've played about a couple of hours of Human Revolution. Okay. It was one that I picked up. I didn't get it when it was released, uh-huh. and I picked it up like towards the end of PS3 actually in a sale. So I didn't have much time to, but I kind of wanted it in the collection. Mm-hmm. So one of these days, like I guess when I retire, when I'm 60, I can sit down and play it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually my justification for buying so yeah. many books and games. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, one of these days I'll have this mythical kind of time where I have like nothing to do and I can just catch up on decades of games. <laughs> so yeah, that's where Human Revolution currently sits. Gotcha. It's uh, That's a fantastic game. Anybody out there who hasn't yeah. played it, definitely give it a shot. And if not, just watch the trailer. Let's if I win the lottery, I'll yeah. be playing it. Look up Deus Ex Icarus trailer. If you watch that trailer and say, I, I want to play Deus Ex, then it did its job. I remember when the first one came out on PC back in the day, but yeah. I never played it. And uh, while you're at it, if you want to talk about good video game trailers, look up uh, the Dark Souls Bartholomew trailer. It's really short, has a great song in it, but the way it uses it is fantastic. But anyway, that's it. I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate Sophie for coming on. And Yeah, uh, it's been a blast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been great. I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, yep. me too. We're gonna she will be back for for some more Dragon Age action. Um and yeah, that's it. I I if if you wanna tweet to us you can. I'm at DML Fury, Maz at R E M G S. Sophia's at S M Holiday. And you can tweet to the actual podcast itself at ZTGD Phoenix Down. I post all the uh, all the episodes 
that go live. I post them on there so you can always see them. And uh, yeah, that's it. Dragon Age in the books. I've completed ten games this year, most of them Phoenix Down games. <laughs> and I think uh, that was thirteen for me, which actually ties last year. <laughs> so um, yeah, we're um, we're trekking through. We're going to go on to Catherine. And uh, hopefully we'll have a good time there as well. But anyway, that's it. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Sophie. And we are out of here. Catch you guys next week with our beginning of Catherine.